Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We're back. (laughs) And (laughs) this week we are going to be discussing the Hulu original series, miniseries, I guess, uh, Pam and Tommy. And should be a grand time. But first, it's been two weeks since we last recorded so we've got lots of news to cover jordan start us off the first thing i want to talk about is disney plus dropped the trailer for the obi-wan kenobi series that's dropping may 25th and it was really good not gonna lie i haven't seen it yet can't wait it was good um ewan mcgregor looks really hot in it which was fun and they played, like, some of my fave songs from, like, the Star Wars score, which is really nice and fun. Um, confession, I still never watched um, Boba Fett, the show. Mm. But this Same. kind of, yeah, just didn't, I, I'm, I've heard good things. I've heard good things, but I just need to sit down and watch it. But this looks I've heard very, that very the good. best part of Boba Fett is when the Mandalorian is in it. <laughs> I actually heard the same thing. I mean, that was kind of what convinced me to like, okay, yeah, I will for sure eventually watch this, you know? Yeah, like I've heard it. It's worth watching it just for that. So, yeah. But this trailer looked very, very good. Highly recommend watching it. Okay. Great. And Um, if we actually watched a trailer, that's how you know, wow, you should stop (laughs) everything and watch that trailer. Truly, the amount of bookmarks I have that I'm like, do I bring that up? Because I did not watch that trailer. But a trailer I did watch is for Dairy Girls Season 3. And I'm extremely annoyed because we still don't actually know, like, a date. But the trailer was great and fun. And it's the last season. So I'm excited. I also watched that trailer and... Yeah, when a trailer can make you actually LOL, that's a good sign. <laughs> that's a good trailer. That's a good trailer. <laughs> now that's what I call a good trailer. <laughs> um, I feel like it was. I was so impressed. Like there were some parts. It's been a while since I watched the show that I was like, "Oh, are these all new scenes?" Like it was so perfectly on with the rest of the show that I almost mm-hmm. was like, "Oh wow, these are all new." I'm so excited. Yeah, it was great. They announced some new cast members of Hacks season two, and they're very interesting. Um, Let's hear they're them. really they're really good, and then one is really interesting. Try to guess which one. <laughs> okay, um, great. Lori Metcalf, um, Mama Ladybird. Wow, my mouth just dropped. Yeah, Margaret Cho, um, Ming Na Wen, who is uh, the voice of Mulan, is what I know her best as. And she's also <laughs> okay. in um, Mandalorian. Um, and then uh, Martha Kelly, who plays Lori, the drug dealer on Euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think they. I'm excited about all of them. I think that um, Martha Kelly. Yeah, I just I'm said, excited to see. I just said interesting. I didn't say bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think what was made me laugh about it especially was I saw one tweet from like E! News or something that was like, oh, um, surprising Euphoria 
co-star was added to the Hacks season two cast. And I was like, wow, Euphoria co-star. Who? Which co-star is it? And it was her. <laughs> so um, I think that having that in my head that it was going to be someone from Euphoria, I thought it was going to be one of the students. <laughs> e! News can remember about her, but Sam Levinson can't. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Make it make it add add up. <laughs> make it make sense. I think was what I was trying to say. <laughs> well, interesting and great news. I wonder those are all older people. Mm-hmm. So, I am interested to know where that goes. Yeah, what if they are like um other comedians like female comedians from Gene Smart's like heyday. Oh yeah, that's true because like at the end of season 1, they kind of like talk about what it was like to be a female comedian back in the day. So that would be interesting and fun. Yeah. No, I have no hints directing it that way. That's just one fun idea. <laughs> They've probably already an written educated the guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of iconic female comedians, Z-Way is back on with Showtime with her late night show um starting may 1st wow that is a good reminder that i guess maybe i will have to turn my showtime subscription back on i think you might this i really i have not clicked on the article but i bookmarked it because i knew we needed to bring it up and that i'll just read the headline stephen colbert and funny or die prep primetime pickleball special for cbs huh <laughs> interesting <laughs> Yes. Um, it'll be called Pickled. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you couldn't call it anything else. Um, it'll be it says it'll be um comedic. So I'm guessing it's going to be like didn't um Steph Curry have some like mini golf show? Sounds like it'll be like that. You know a lot more about it than I do, clearly. I have no idea. Sounds great though. Stephen Colbert and Pickleball, two of my favorite pastimes <laughs> someday it'll be america's favorite pastime <laughs> someday the babysitters club was canceled by netflix did you ever watch the second season i can't remember no i didn't so i guess i'm part of the problem but know, i'm really sad it's so sad people are bummed yeah the people are very sad i wonder if it could get picked up somewhere else or even if Netflix will change their mind. I don't know. People mm-hmm. are... I've seen a lot of people upset about it. So you never know. But and after the uproar of turning red, it seems pretty clear that we need more coming of age shows for the younger generation of women. So mm-hmm. sad. Tween girls are a very powerful audience. So yes, they it's are. really, really sad. Oh, uh, did you watch the trailer for the new Kardashians Hulu series? I did not. I feel like uh, nothing in it surprised me. I feel like it was um, exactly what I would think. But it was interesting because they did, they like did bring up Pete Davidson. Like they, Travis was in it a lot. So it's like very current events. Does it um, seem different from the E? version of it no because there's still it's like it's cameras following them around 
you know like and then like I, interviews so, i'm trying to remember if they had like talking heads i feel like they did maybe the music you know how like on e they have a lot of like that silly like shenanigans music mm-hmm. i feel like that was a, a very obvious absence in this trailer <laughs> um i I don't know. I would maybe watch the first episode to kind of see how different it feels, but the trailer Mm -hmm. did not seem that different at all. Interesting. Yeah, I've been trying to avoid all of that because it feels like it's all just for publicity and there's nothing I hate more than falling into a trap of doing what the internet culture wants me to do Mm because I am stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) The Taurus of it all. (laughs) Exactly. Abbott Elementary was renewed for a season two, which is an ABC network television show that has gotten a lot of hype. And Jordan and I actually watched quite a bit of it last week when we were having our Girl Meet Show retreat. <laughs> and really, we really enjoyed it. So I'm excited for that show to that it got a second season. Network yeah. television is hard, unless you're Grey's Anatomy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I feel like uh, so hard for like a a new pretty unknown comedian to like come in and have such a hyped show, but worth the hype. We were having a lot of fun mm-hmm. watching that. We binged it so fast, almost the entire yeah. first uh, like list of episodes available. It's on Hulu. Yeah, highly recommend. Literally, would recommend that to anybody. And excited to devote a whole episode to it. Yeah. One day. This is relevant. Now, Taylor knows, recently learned, how deep (laughs) of a drag race uh, hole slash spiral I've fallen into so far this year. I had this news content bookmarked, but I was waiting for you to bring it up. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's actually, it's, it's great because I know all three queens. I've watched all these seasons and Hocus Pocus 2, apparently they're going to have um, some scenes where drag queens play the three witches. And um, for those drag race heads, it's going to be Ginger Minge. Uh, cornbread and Kamora Hall, which is interesting because Ginger Minge is kind of like she's from season seven and All Stars two, whereas Cornbread and Kamora Hall are from like the two most recent seasons. So they picked some new ones, which I thought was interesting. Interesting, yeah. Uh, that was very fun news. I saw that and was very excited for you and for Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. That actually, one thing I also saw that was sad news about Hocus Pocus is that Thora Birch is not going to be in the the new one, the Mm. little sister. And she, I love her in the original, but that's okay. I guess now my memory of her doesn't have to be tainted at all. Is a silver lining, I guess. There we go. (laughs) I don't know if there's really any, like, news particularly about this show, because I can't find that there's actually a release date or anything. But Jessica Biel and Melanie Linsky are going to be starring in a show for Hulu. Um, And it's called Candy. And it's set in the 1980s. And it's like a true crime story um, about like a murder and suburban housewives 
the pic- there's like one picture of the two of them in it and it looks they both like the costuming and the set looks really great and 80s ish so we stand melanie linsky so mm-hmm. i'm sure we will watch and love this great news for all of us in the linsky hive yes i saw yesterday that they announced that um mari is ending after 30 seasons <laughs> and 3,600 episodes. Truly wild. If you found your stick, I guess, like good for Mari that he had the easiest job, what seemed like the easiest job ever. And yeah, very I mean, safe. I mean, I wouldn't be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so enough surprised too. Those are the types of shows that I don't realize are creating new episodes, you know? Still. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's like when Judge Judy ended, like, yeah. semi-recently. It's like, oh, I thought maybe those could have been reruns. Like, how was I to know those were brand new episodes? Well, and I was actually thinking about Mari when I was um, brainstorming things for our top three, which we will get to soon. But I was on, I'm going to be real. I was a big Mari head. I, like, I kind of was a little bit scary as a child because I loved watching that kind of stuff and I I think we all did it felt kind of like wrong to watch but like yes exactly it was was mostly harmless like it's still but it was like network I'm not getting my sex education from anywhere else so yeah I'll watch Mari (laughs) and I was thinking about a lot of the episodes from that show and I was like they I hope they're not doing that same stuff today so, like, I wonder what the current episodes even are, because a lot of those would not fly today. So, mm, yeah, that's a good point. I don't care enough to look it up, but just had a thought of that. <laughs> well, that's funny, because um, did you ever watch that video that Lil Nas X made last year, which was, like, he created this whole, it was literally, like, a 20-minute real Mari episode with Mari on the Mari set where Lil Nas X is like he's reenacting the story from his music video for um that's what I want like this love triangle but like he has the actors from his music video then reenacting like a whole Mari episode that feels like a very real Mari episode but it's Lil Nas X and like (laughs) in Mari's like hosting it and moderating this with him and like it is, it's like artfully done. And you, if you were such a Mari head, like you should totally watch. Par- I watched all twenty minutes. <laughs> it was very <laughs> compelling. But you should like go, just like you'll just appreciate the level of detail that was put into it because it's like so brilliant. So it's like Mari is. I think he's probably the best out of all that genre of TV, right? Like that's why he's totally. been around for thirty years. Hmm. Yeah. 30 years on your the 30th year of your life. Wow. Hmm. No wonder why we're so tied together. <laughs> really makes you think. <laughs> uh, a trailer I did not watch. Moving on to that portion of the news. <laughs> um, Girls 5 Eva dropped a trailer and announced that season two will be dropping on May 5th. And wow. Very excited. Hmm. Another streaming service that I don't that I turned off that I'll have to turn back on <laughs> so I can watch Girls Five Eva. 
Pete Davidson is going to star as Pete Davidson in a new show about Pete Davidson. Is the literally the variety caption of this article. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they're saying that it's like um comparable to Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David about how he like navigates celebrity status in daily life. I don't know about that, but needed to mention it. We can mm-hmm. say no comment. I read... I might like it. I might not. I don't know. I do think it's um bold of them to say it'll be like curb your enthusiasm (laughs) um i know they probably mean in format but still feels a little yeah it just says comparable i i read something about that that it because i was trying to think like or trying to see where it was going to be and i don't Mm -hmm. think they actually have a location for it yet is that true I feel like it would be in this caption if they knew. Yeah. I think I'm surprised that it's not just going to be Peacock because Lauren Michaels, SNL, NBC, you know? Hmm. Maybe they're like, yeah. no, no, this is way, this is too big for Peacock. Everyone wants to see <laughs> Pete right now. He's got that Hulu tied girlfriend. I don't know. That's a really, re- re- like, wow, wow, wow. I can't even talk because that's <laughs> such a good point. I don't know how those, those, um network rights work like that i don't either crazy um my last piece of news is love is blind is going to be returning for a season three and it says like it's on the way i don't really know what that entails i didn't mm-hmm. follow the link in bio to see what that meant but it's coming <laughs> Well, if they give me more, I will watch it. <laughs> it's just like when you're in the mood to watch people suffering. Sometimes emotionally. Yeah, sure. I'll watch that Love is Blind <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, Dark. I forgot. I actually had one more piece of news. Season three of Never Have I Ever is going to be dropping this summer. And... They were renewed for a fourth and final season, which I think is good. I am happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all I've got. Good batch of news. On to our top three. A big portion of Pam and Tommy on Hulu is kind of dedicated to the early days of the internet and how no one really knew what it was and people were all just trying to figure out how to use it to their benefit and to me that was one of the most fascinating parts of this show which we'll get into but for our top three we thought it would be fun to rank our top three internet videos slash uh, memes slash internet culture in general I think (laughs) um, that we would like to get the mini series treatment very fun time with this (laughs) (laughs) Because really got to um, take a trip down memory lane. So, Jordan, start us off. Okay. My number three. um, Actually, I came up with a list that is really stupid, like really dumb things. And now I'm trying to decide which one I should even give my top three spot. (laughs) Um, Something... The, I'll say the one that was actually making me like kind of laugh out loud while I was typing it in. And that is, did you ever see the video? Um, 
about Leroy Jenkins? I don't think I did, but it all doesn't sound not familiar. <laughs> right. I feel like that's how so many things were back. It's just so different when things weren't like we couldn't look at Twitter for like a list of trending things. It was like you had to just find it like kind of word of mouth, which is so mm-hmm. weird. So this was um, basically it was like there's this video someone recorded of some like a group of people playing a video game like with their headsets and everything. And so it's like them kind of collaborating. It was like, okay, so we're going to attack from here and all this stuff. And it's like and then suddenly out of nowhere, some other guy like another character in the middle of them like strategizing is like I'm just going to run in there Leroy Jenkins and then he and they're all like wait who's that and then he just like ruins their whole plan and it's really 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 funny and um I would love to know more about Leroy Jenkins that's all I'd just <laughs> like to know more I would like to know anything about it, and I'll have to look it up after this call. I do have to say, when I was trying, and that was in 2005, I was trying, I was reading up on it, and apparently in the last year or something, someone revealed that it was a hoax, and that actually really broke my heart a little bit, because why? Why can't it be Well, that's real? the thing about the internet in the early days is that there's not really any sort of way to check sources. Mm-mm. We're like, now the internet's almost too good at it. It's like ruins the fun sometimes. But like mm-hmm. literally anything could have been staged and we would have no idea back then because we yeah. were just amazed that they were even able to like make a video about it. About it. Exactly. Along with that, I said the Numa Numa guy. I think it would be really fun to like go back and like reenact him <laughs> making that video and then kind of like how he handled his like internet fame. And then also like where is he today? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. I completely forgot about that video. <laughs> and then remember when they like they sampled that original song in um that Rihanna and T.I. song. Yes. And it was like, wow, Numa Numa. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all things that you could put in the series. Uh-huh. You'd have to. Oh, my gosh. That but is yeah, like, I think there's answer. enough content there to make a series. You just asked several questions that I, I don't know <laughs> the answer to about Numa Numa. Classic. Oh. Wow. My number two, I, um, I picked the shoes video shiz that's on my list too it's just so genius um i i actually would like to know more about that guy and kind of like those kinds of comedians that like Mm -hmm. had those viral videos like how did you think to just like oh i'm gonna put my comedy on this new thing called youtube like i think we had youtube at that point you know Mm -hmm. because like that guy did like a couple videos that went viral. Oh yeah, the muffins. Yes, I feel like there was one more, but now I, I'm drawing a blank. But like I quote either of those videos like multiple times a month still today. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked we've talked about muffins a lot. Blood, mm-hmm. blood. <laughs> <laughs> Israeli and Palestinian conflict muffins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> still 
always relevant. Yes, still relevant. You know, I said in my notes, I said I would like for them to do like an I think you should leave type of treatment and just make more skits. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's everyone would watch it because everyone that's like in this age range they know like everyone knows about mm-hmm. shoes muffins all of that guy's videos i don't even know that guy's name but me neither i'll i'll leave that one t- for you and i'll say one of my bonuses which is um coney 2012 i feel like that was i i it's not like very very early in the creation of the internet but it is one of the first like extremely viral um campaigns that i can remember like Mm -hmm. because i feel like coney 2012 stuff happens almost every day now like a viral thing like that but like that was one of the first where it was like scary how many people saw it and were talking about it that's such a good answer i forgot about that yeah like i would have loved to know like what went into that campaign and how they pulled that off well because that was pre like well maybe there were technically hashtags but i think that back then hashtags were like to be used as punchlines or yeah stupid things that some people still do but mostly now people are using it to like tag topics Mm -hmm. and i so yeah that's actually crazy how modern that kind of felt like to now yeah exactly 10 years ago. I mean, it's still 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that's a really good answer. Thank you. Okay, my number one. I don't remember... I can't remember if you watched Homestar Runner um, videos, but... I did get into it a little bit. Okay, good. I had a feeling you would choose this one. So you had to... you have like a you have like a you have context for it because I, I yes. talked to some people where they're like I don't know those words and I was like excuse me <laughs> like they were very formative and um like I was actually I was trying to look up I was like what year did Homestar Runner start and it's really fascinating I think that this one like these other ones on my list I think are um I think you could argue of like some kind of mini series for them but this one like you leg- I legitimately would like to see a mini series on this because it's like they came up with they started writing out some of these ideas in like 1996 and then as but then like it didn't become a website and like using flash video for these animations in like mm-hmm. 1999 to 2000 and like it it was like very high production compared to these other kinds of viral videos, you know? Mm-hmm. And um a fun fact is that one of the original creators ended up directing Mayor of East Town. What a fun fact. So that is what I call a fun fact. That is really funny. I feel like they're like I only cracked the surface of even the Wikipedia page, which I loved I love to like look up something and get like a really lengthy wikipedia page that is just chock full of information not just kind of like not even different sections you know so Mm -hmm. definitely gonna read that'll be my bedtime story tonight the homestar runner wikipedia page yeah i feel like i'm always sad when people mention homestar runner today 
Like I, I'm like, I know what that is, but I don't remember it well enough to like be in on the joke. But even knowing, knowing what it is, is half the battle. That's I true. Because a lot of people but it doesn't just stop my don't. FOMO. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> um, my number one is blogging. I don't really feel like <gasps> there is enough um tv content that kind of hones in on that era of blogging and like the um launching of the influencer like mm. i think that is oh, wow. fascinating and that is I such mean, a genius idea for a show seriously right yes right aren't i a genius <laughs> I well, I honestly feel like that could be like a companion piece to Pam and Tommy's commentary on internet culture and how like in inv- invasive because like influencers, it, it's just like because it's kind of like for better or for worse like mm-hmm. kind of they they like I mean I hate to reuse the word influence but their influence over the general culture is so strong like it's so mm-hmm. there's just so much you could do with that. Oh, wow. That's so and like brilliant. most of them didn't start out. Well, clearly they didn't because like when they started out, they had no idea what it would become. Mm-hmm. And so they like started out with like putting all of their details in life on this web page without knowing that it would become so big and so public and people would start using it against them. And mm-hmm. I'm just always fascinated by blogging. I mean, as a person who had a blog. And I know that Jordan had a few as well, so. Oh, yeah. Blogspot. Because you could go earlier than, like, I I got into blogging in the Blogspot era, but, like, what were some of the, there were some that were so much older than that, like. Yeah. Um, I'm drawing What was the one with on. an X? Like, the Zanga? Yes. Or- yeah, 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 yeah. Like. Yeah. Those. It, yeah it goes it goes deep and it's just so like the transition of blogs to instagram yes like you would be so happy when your favorite blogger posted a long entry with no photos even but now it's like you literally it's all visual mm-hmm. like there were photos back then too but it was like the com you had to have that combo of like the huge text vulnerable blog posts mm-hmm. wow i'm obsessed with that idea Thank you. Well, once again, I hope someone who makes TV decisions is listening and steals those ideas. Have them. We want it. I'll start us off on Pam and Tommy since I already kind of gave a little hint as to how I felt about it. But I watched this on like my free time, not knowing if we would have be able to fit in an episode on this show. And so I watched it mostly week to week and... I was having the time of my life. I thought it was very well done. Like, um, I feel like it was very, like, had good pacing. I felt like the acting was good. I thought the story was really interesting. And, like, uh, we can get into this now or later. But, like, especially after watching Inventing Anna, which was also based off of, like, real-life events, this was just, like, so much better. And I really was just so fascinated by it because I didn't really know any of this at all. Like, I was one of those people who really just, like, knew about Pamela Anderson being, like, 
a sex goddess and that's really kind of all I really knew like I honestly didn't even know that much about um, the sex tape so I learned a lot and I thought it was just really fun the way they talked about the beginnings of the internet and how this kind of like started uh, pornography being accessible on the internet and yeah I also thought Seth Rogen did a really good job I think those are all of my thoughts. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> no, I think you I think you summed that up perfectly. I was really really glad that we did end up watching this for the show because I think uh, I think you're right that it I do kind of blame inventing Anna for like my I feel kind of fatigue over mini series based on true events. Um mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of oversaturated on every streaming service right now of like whether it's true crime or just retelling events or whatever, like they're not all created equal. And I think a lot of them tend to lean towards we made this because we want to see these actors in these outfits and kind of recreating history rather than actually having a point of view um, or any commentary on it. I think it was Jordan Firstman who posted on Instagram. I don't know if it was an impression or if it was just his stories, but he was like, my impression of a TV executive right now. And it was like, let's make a pod. Let's take this current event. Let's make a podcast. Then let's take the podcast and make it into a documentary. And then let's take the documentary and make it into a miniseries and then make a movie. And like, then we have content forever. And then we start over again. And I was like, that is so true. That's literally that, all the content we have right now. It's spot on. Like, I don't want to, um, I have not watched the dropout yet, but I am like, hesitant to watch it because yeah there's a book there's a podcast there is a documentary all about um elizabeth holmes you know and Mm -hmm. yeah do i want to hear amanda safry do the impression of course i do you know but that's kind of the only hook that would make me kind of want to watch the show um so all of that being said i was hesitant just because i did know that the appearances of especially lily james but also and sebastian stan i knew that those were like spookily accurate and so that was for sure intriguing and i think that this nailed it i think that this was a really great series um it was it was really entertaining like you brought up the pacing i think sometimes these shows can get boring because they're like Mm -hmm. so true to real life but this did everything they um like the order that they told the story in was really interesting and perfect the performances were all amazing like lily for sure needs to be nominated for an emmy and i think sebastian stan this was maybe my favorite performance i've seen of him so far he was so good and like yeah seth rogan was also really different than usual and also really good at it um and i think that the commentary they had in the show was super interesting it it was i think you said last week um because we talked about how pam anderson is doing a documentary of her life for netflix and you brought up that lily james her performance and like the storyline of pam and pam and tommy is like very sympathetic towards her totally was Mm -hmm. um and i'm glad that a lot of like pop culture stuff is being skewered now from like the 90s like with britney the paparazzi like paparazzi are so evil and i 90s late night hosts were so disgusting 
they were it's really so bad they were like mean mean-spirited at best and disgusting gross pervs at worst like they were mm-hmm. awful so i kind of like the spin that we're kind of seeing now in reverse so we're like mm, like you were gross and why are you so nasty to all these poor female celebrities that are just trying to promote their new projects like whatever yeah like correcting our history because like we mentioned earlier we didn't have a way of like fact checking and like the internet was so new that like there wasn't like proper etiquette and like what should be private and what should be public and like mm-hmm. how we should handle those things and now that we do it's like I think it's really interesting to go back and kind of reframe our thoughts of the past totally and um they it's like the conversation around the internet in general is really interesting and it brings up kind of like the um conversation around consent like I just it was very good I'm glad that you liked it because when I was watching it I was like I'm really liking this but I don't know what I'm like no one else I know is really watching it so I didn't have anyone to like bounce it off with and so I wasn't sure if you would like it so I'm glad you did yeah this was a good like I kind of consider this a recommendation from you because you were like maybe we should watch this and so good recommendation and also trust yourself Taylor (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, thank you I well it's Uh, actually so funny because it's like I think of that too like when I was before we kind of uh like reconnected on in the middle of inventing Anna I was like I'm not really liking this am I the only one who doesn't like it and then it turns Mm -hmm. out no we all we're yeah trust we gotta trust our guts tan france posted an instagram about how much he's loving inventing Anna and I was like interesting (laughs) well Netflix he's gotta he's gotta make Netflix happy he's being paid Netflix probably was like please promote this show it's getting really bad (laughs) promotion (laughs) that's so funny Uh, even though it's probably like like the fashion wasn't even good so it's not like he could even be like the costumes are amazing (laughs) oh that's so which was half the fun um but on that note as far as recommending the show um i wouldn't say it's for everyone if you are no kind of averse to uh nudity or content of that nature not the show for you yeah i would say this was this was i would consider it graphic (laughs) i mean there's one (laughs) there's one scene in particular that really will shock you yeah and it's (laughs) (laughs) jordan can't even say it without laughing Um, well it's just it's nudity but it's not sexual but it is graphic the most shocking and graphic thing that we're both thinking of, it's for comedic purposes, but yeah, I mean, we can just, I don't really think shocking. it's, I don't think it's a spoiler, but it might be helpful if you're on the fence. It's basically like a take it away. <laughs> basically, Tommy Lee has a conversation with his penis about how much he loves Pamela and it's kind of sweet. It's genuinely not sexual because <laughs> at this point, like, they say, like, Tommy, they haven't even had sex yet. But the penis, the problem, the, the the tough part is that the penis is like a puppet that is, like, 
or an animation or something, but it is like moving around I hope talking. So. <laughs> um, and I hope that helps someone out there if you're deciding. If that <laughs> makes you want to watch the show, great. If that is telling you, mm, I don't really want to watch it, then I'm glad I could help you. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm happy. I'm Because I was actually happy I knew going in, although it would have been very funny to be completely blindsided by that scene. I was um, completely blindsided and I was watching this on a plane on my phone and when it started happening I was just so worried about the people around me seeing what I was watching and being like what is that? So I was like turn my brightness way down and was like shielding my phone the whole time. <laughs> but wow. anyway, we both recommend if you are okay with those things. Yeah, I thought I I was impressed. I I even binged it. And like sometimes these kinds of um dramas you can't really binge them. Mm-hmm. Like they're just too slow or you need a break, but wow, I was I found it very compelling. All right, crush of the week. I'll go first and say mine's Sebastian Stan. He's having a moment and I I'm excited and I'm loving that he is on so many red carpets because he looks so good and mm-hmm. all of his styling is really good. Um, it's fun that it's like mashing up with the fresh um, promo, which is a movie on Hulu that I think Jordan and I, I would definitely recommend. Um, yeah, I recommend. Except only if you are a little into like horror. I had a friend watch this movie off of because she just went to my letterbox to like see what movies I had liked and rated highly. And so she watched it and she just not a fan of um anything really in relation to horror and is a little mad at me. So just wanted to give that precursor, but Sebastian Stan did great in this role. And I never even remembered that it was him. Like that's how good every, Mm-hmm. him and lily james were in this show i totally agree and yeah i think it's i i sometimes think it i'm like oh it's gonna be boring if we have the same crush but sorry i had we to help it. he was i i always it's not like i ever think that he's like bad in anything but i feel like he really just like shown and i think you'd have to be really really good to match up to how good lily james was in this Mm-hmm. and he did they were like an amazing pair together and like made me really like these people yeah like he was such i just i really liked like what a weirdo he was and um i don't necessarily even know if the real tommy lee really deserves me liking him so much but this is just it was really fun to watch him in this role yeah, what like, if I, you just kind of felt for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, like, legitimately, like, um, enjoyed watching their relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was... I was very into it. Um, what if I was going to say, oh, the White Lotus kid? <laughs> <laughs> I was I, very what, excited to see him again and realize that that's who he was. I was like, I know that face. Why do I know that face? I couldn't place it without looking at IMDb. And when I found him on IMDb, I was 
like choking on my own spit. I was laughing so hard. We had the same exact experience. This is so funny. One of my only notes from this, from watching this show, which is a good sign as always. It's just in all caps, white Lotus kid. Ha 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 ha. love it um all right well there you have it pam and tommy had to think of what that was called for a second um on hulu and next week we will plan on watching life and beth which is kind of funny pam and tommy life and beth um which is also a hulu show with amy schumer and so get watching and we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.